All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. Two games remaining, but tonight the Oilers keep their chance at top spot in the entire Western Conference alive. How about that? The Oilers can still win the West. Let's get into it with the lead. Big show today, short for giant game day edition of the show. Welcome into Oilers Nation every day, live from the Sports Closet studio. You can check them out online at sportscloset.ca. We're live on the Oilers Nation YouTube where Brad Bay is in. How about this for a first comment? Was just in the barn burner stream. Lots of questions for that team down south. Calgary being a good team is good for the league and the Oilers. He says he hopes they figure it out. Uh, do you hope Calgary figures it out? Well, I, I actually wish they made the playoffs just because I would yeah. love for us to meet them again and embarrass them again. Like there is that bias. And it's, yeah, it's good for the more Canadian teams in the league, the better in the playoffs, the better. Mm. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Everyone needs to know down south that like Canada is like, like, ho- like hockey's our game. And yeah. Like all these US teams just go and win the, the Stanley Cup. They don't even know what the hell they're winning or what the hell they're doing. <laughs> we know. Good for the revenue of the league as well for, yes, uh, for yes. those Canadian teams to slip in. Good for Sportsnet. We do care about Sportsnet. It would be good for us. Well, well. I, I do like the ability to watch games. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, Liam, pr- uh, thumbs up or thumbs down on the Flames missing the playoffs? Thumbs up. I don't care about the Flames at all. They can miss the playoffs every and year for all I care. I'm in between you two. I wanted to see him get in, but I didn't want the rematch of the Battle of Alberta. We have bragging rights. We have... Were you worried we're going to lose? I just think the narrative is certainly there. 
for Jacob Markstrom to like bounce back, have the revenge. And, you know, last year the Flames were expected to win that series. We beat them this year. It'd be the reverse, all the pressures on Edmonton kind of thing. I don't know. I didn't actually want the rematch this year at all. Not that I'm not confident in the Oilers. I just, I don't know. Let's just let the Oilers worry about the Stanley Cup, not worry about Calgary. I kind of want Nashville to get in. I know it's kind of an uphill battle for them now, three points behind, but. I think that'd be really cool for them to like sell off everyone and still make that the would playoffs. piss off Flames fans so, so much and Jets fans, of course. <laughs> yeah. So the lead today is definitely what's going on in the Western Conference right now. How about the Calgary Flames? 17 overtime losses this year to go along with uh, two uh, or sorry. Five overtime or shootout wins, seven overtime or shootout wins. So they went to OT or a shootout 24 times in eight. If you bet the draw, you probably would have been up so much. Yeah. Considering it's like, yeah, between plus 300 and plus 450 every well, for game. For them, it's probably even money. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, so the Flames missed despite the fact they racked up 17 loser points. I will say there is a little bit of hockey karma that goes along with the Winnipeg Jets getting in. That is a team that has a very good record this year. They're 45 and 35 straight up. They only have the three OT losses and their magic number is now one. The Nashville Predators would have to win out and the Winnipeg Jets would have to lose out. Who do the Jets play? Have a look. That's schedule. I'll do Nashville. Jets have mini tonight, Colorado on Thursday. Oh, that is tough. But all you got to do is drag one of those games to OT and you're making the playoffs. Nashville has Minnesota on Thursday and Colorado on Friday. Wow. Back to backs. That's Mm. tough. They ended. I actually give props to the NHL scheduling because they ended with a lot of divisional games in some of these spots where there's races. So I like that. Um, Listen, I I think the Jets are going to get in. It's close to a lock. All they need, again, is one point order for Nashville to miss out on a point. And again, maybe this is a bad time to bring it up because they won last night with a shorthanded roster. But uh, Nashville has no one like they won last night without Forsberg, Johansson, Duchesne and Yossi. They didn't have their four best players and they still beat the Calgary plate. The Calgary is so. Yeah. And they lost to Chicago and like. Lost they, they were literally in control of their destiny. They were like, it was just right there for them to take. That's impressive. Yeah, it's quite the fumbling of the bag down in Calgary. We're going to have Frank on the show tomorrow. He might shine some light on what could happen there this summer. Because well, it's very obvious. <laughs> oh, well, is it, it? Or is there rumblings that Daryl might move into management? Uh-huh. Why? I, you got to remove that negative I, energy. I think that's what they do. I think Daryl becomes a GM or something like that. And they, they, pay him. they pay him so much. Oh, God. So the options are bring back tree living. Cause you think he did a good job last summer. Which fire you- Sutter in that scenario, let tree living walk. Cause he doesn't have a contract move Sutter up to GM or hire a new GM. Keep Sutter as the coach clean house completely and just get rid of everybody. But also there's rumblings. Huberto didn't like Sutter. There's talk that Kadri didn't like Calgary in general. Like, eh, it's <laughs> it's bad there. Jacob Markstrom, I don't think likes it very much there. Like, oh, he can't be happy. No, that no one there's happy. It's a no mess. one. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. mess. And that's why. Like, why would you still want him in that organization if you got to do a mass cleanup? Mm-hmm. What would you do, Ty? I mean, it's easy for me to say this because it's not my money to spend. I would grease everyone and rebuild. 
You would rebuild. Rebuild the team of the management. So who are you greasing and what does grease mean? Free living's gone. I grease solder, fire them. Oh, grease means fire. Okay. I've never heard that before. I believe I've 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 heard that lingo. I've only used the term grease when it's you're paying a bouncer to skip the line. You grease the bouncer. Are you making bacon and you got some grease? There you go. Uh, But anyways, just the actual application of grease. When I had heard the word grease and that's it. Country. When you look at this Flames team, and we're going to, I know this is an Oilers show, so people might be like, whatever, but I want to dig into this quickly. Look at this group. Toffoli, Lindholm, Kadri, Backlund, Huberto, Anderson, Dubé. Do you see a single game breaker in there? Like someone who is truly a star who can like win you games. You well, don't. you know, uh, like someone who could get 115 points should be but he's someone not like breaker. that, but he's not. No, no, I know. I'm just trying to. Yeah. Let me walk that one through. So you don't. You do not win in today's NHL without at least one of those guys. Huberto's maybe like the 1B, but they need a bona fide 1A. They don't have it. So the only way to get that is to rebuild. How do you rebuild? How do you get rid of these guys? How do you get rid of Huberto? You keep Huberto. You're stuck with him. That's fine. Whatever. Uh. You try to move on from Kadri if you can. Uh, You got Backland with a year left. Move him. You have Lindholm with a year left and a $4.8 million cap it. That dude gets you a lot. Toffoli gets you a lot with one more year, 4.25. Hannafin with one more year, 4.9, gets you a ton on the trade market. Tanev gets you a ton on the trade market. So you're just trading the whole team. Get as many picks as you can, man. I trade Vladar. He gets you a ton. Unless you think he's the goalie of the future, then you keep him. Um, but I'd move on from as many pieces as possible. Load up on first and prospects. Suck next year. And hope that you can do an LA King style rebuild where in two years, let's say you keep Uyghur, you keep maybe Rasmus Anderson, you keep Mangiapani, you got Coronado Peltier coming up, you keep Huberto, and in the next couple of years, you build up a bunch of young talent and you sign a free agent. And hopefully, you're good to go in two years. But I just, this core as assembled won't win for you. It's just not there. This team just feels so far away from being competitive to me. They should have been better. They, that, that that roster is better than what they were, than what they finished. They lost 17 times in OT. So yeah, I think I understand that a little bit. You know, those are a lot of coin flips and bounces in 3v3 that don't go your way. But you could also look at those. That's a glass half full, glass half empty argument too, right? But they also had a coach, the players tuned out yeah. and like he just wrecked the room this year. So, so like that also yeah. results in a lot of losses. Liam asked me what I would do. That's what I would do. What I think will happen is Sutter moves up to GM. They hire a new coach, and it's a shit show next year. Well, he would trade Kadri. He would. He would probably trade Huberto. <laughs> At all, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would do a lot, and it didn't go well last time. Daryl Sutter was the GM of that team, so or coach GM, whatever role he was in that time. Well, did he take him to the finals? Uh, well, he was a coach then. Yeah, he was coach then, and then got moved to GM. Yeah, then got moved to GM, and things went to shit. Anyways, we'll dig into that more tomorrow with Frank because, uh, you know, we got playoff hockey to talk about. We got a playoff race to talk about here in Edmonton. It's a short for giant game day. Oilers versus Avalanche tonight. 730 puck drop down in Colorado. Here's how these two teams stack up against each other. And Liam, this is on the season as a whole, correct? Yes, this is just in general. And in general, the Oilers have scored more. 
The Oilers have not been as good defensively. Uh, their power play elite. We know that the Avs PK has actually been kind of average this year. Their power play has been not as good as it's been in years past. And this is a Colorado team that right now is very, very banged up. And that's actually the biggest story with this Colorado team. So we're going to jump into our Sherwood Ford Giant line rock report for uh, today because there are a lot of things to look at with this Colorado team, mainly the injuries that are piling up. Still no Gabriel Landeskog. They're without Pavel Francouz for right now. Josh Manson's out. Arturi Lekkonen's out. Kale McCarr not expected to play tonight still. They're missing some key, key pieces. This is their forward lineup. Uh, the top line, McKinnon, Rantanen, and Evan Rodriguez. JT Comfer with Dennis Mulligan and Valeri Natushkin. Lars Eller with Alex Newhook and Ben Myers. Andrew Cagliano with Logan O'Connor and Matt Nieto. This is a forward group. Even if you put Landis Cog into this thing and he takes like Mulligan's spot on the second line. They lost Kadri. They lost Burakovsky. And they didn't do a whole heck of a lot to replace those two. Really, they didn't do anything. Rodriguez is good, but he's no Burakovsky. Comfer's good, but he's no Kadri. And he was there last year. Eller's good, but he's not a replacement for Kadri. This team is not the wagon they were in last year's postseason. And they scare me a whole heck of a lot less than they did 12 months ago. Yeah, I, I would agree. But I you, still, if they can get healthy to some degree, you can't rule them out. Because they've got, yeah, yeah, they've no, got that. Sure. They've got like multiple superstars. They've got game breakers. Yeah. So that stuff kind of tilts, and they've got decent goaltending. Yeah, yeah. And Gorgiev has been good this year, and he's expected to get the start tonight. In his last five starts, he is not allowed more than three goals in a game. So Gorgiev has been worth the gamble for them between the pipes. It's actually been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven starts in a row where he's allowed three or less against. Brad so Hunt revenge game. Yeah, let's take a look at how the blue line looks for the Avalanche. Uh, Brad Hunt is... Actually, he's not expected to play tonight. Oh, he's not? Sam Gerrard with Devon Taves, or Devin Taves, sorry. I always say Devon because there's an O. It always messes with me, but it's Devin Taves. No, it's because of Devon White. That's such a Blue Jays fan. Home opener tonight. That's why I'm wearing the sweater. You're from Edmonton, Alberta, and Devin is like 10 kilometers from here. Yeah. And we all call it Devin. You don't call it Devon. It's still... When I read it, I always think it's Devon. But that is a good point. because of Devon White. Yeah. Even though you've got Devin right under your nose. Sam Gerard with Devin Taves, Jack Johnson with Bowen Byram, Curtis McDermott with Eric Johnson. So that's how the abs are lining up tonight. Liam, the Oilers got swept by this team last year. And we'll get into the head-to-heads between these two sides in just a second. But does this abs team scary as much as they have in the past? I mean, not as much, but they're still a Colorado avalanche, right? It's kind of like when Tampa Bay roll into town, you've just you're intimidated by them immediately because of what they've been able to accomplish yep. as a team. But I feel like this Avalanche team, obviously the injuries haven't helped them. I think they expected some of the young guys to maybe take another step this season, like maybe Newhook to produce a little bit more. They got that Ben Myers, who was a top goal scorer in the NCAA last season too. Mm-hmm. And they just haven't really elevated their game to the level of what they're missing essentially. But you can't underestimate what they're capable of doing. They're a very well coached team and a team that frankly knows how to win hockey games. So the others are, yeah. are there at the moment too, I think. What was it? after the Kings game or the Tampa Bay game when McDavid said winning is a skill and this team needs to figure it out? You remember when he said that? I think that the Oilers are now becoming that team where they're figuring out how to to win games and use it as a skill. Yeah, I think that's fair as well. Um, The Oilers team, you know, they learned a lot of tough lessons last year, I think, in that series against the Avs. Uh, Here's how the two sides have gone head-to-head since the beginning of last season. It started on March 21st last year. Avs won an OT. Then on April 9th, Avs win in a shootout. Oilers won 6-3 in regulation, 
on April 22nd. That was the night they clinched a playoff spot last year in the playoffs. As you can see, four straight wins for the Avs. And then so far this year in the regular season, it's been two overtime victories for Colorado. So in the regular season, the Avs have not beaten the Oilers in regulation in the last two years. Edmonton has points in all five games. But still, they haven't had a ton of luck. Goals are 16-16. A big reason why Colorado's been able to hold them off in regular in the regular season. Eminence power play is only humming at 16.7% against Colorado. Um, I think tonight, there's stuff on the line in terms of seeding. I think this is like an emotional game for the Oilers in the sense that you want to come out of this and go, we can beat them. Because yeah, you're one and eight straight up in the last nine against them. You need to come out today and be like, Heading into the playoffs, we know we can beat the Avs. You have a chance to do it tonight. Yeah, I think I think you have to beat them. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you need to prove to yourself that you can beat the Colorado Avalanche. And they've come super like both those games that they lost this season, they mm-hmm. blew the lead, right? They were two nothing going into the third period against the Avalanche. And that was a game I think Skinner was absolutely nuts. And then the six five overtime game too is a bit of a, a wild one as yeah. well. So you know, I think the Oilers had leads in almost all of those OT losses as well. Yeah, I would, I, I would guess, but yeah, they got to prove to themselves tonight that is they're yep. more than capable of winning this, being this team, which I think they they can. Yep, that is uh, fair. Guitar Maniac says the elite goaltending scares me, and yeah, Gorgiev's been very, very good this year. A two five four goals against average and a nine nineteen save percentage to go with it. So. You can make the argument at least their goaltending is better than it was last year because they beat the Oilers in that playoff series. And Kemper and Francouz were, they were good. Francouz was the guy who got the bulk of the plays because Kemper had that weird eye thing going on. Um, but the goaltending was good. This year it has a chance to be elite for Colorado. Banana Man says he's not scared of anyone at this point. Um, an APOC hockey fanatic, this team won't get goalied. Sure. Um, say like it's, it's tough. It's, like, you just it's never tougher, know. but like yeah. you can never say never on that one. You know, at some point, and you know, I get it. We're Oilers fans, and we have gone through a lot of shit. Yeah, a lot of trauma. At some point, you know, in this season, even had a lot of you know ups and downs. But just, I mean, the Oilers still have a chance to win the Western Conference in the regular season. Like, this does not feel like a Western Conference at, winning at year. At some point, like it, it, and it's you know what we're just modest Northern Canadians. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't like to brag. We don't like to talk about ourselves. Um, but we're a pretty good team. I've been saying that for a bit. Like it's it's wild what's happening right now. So you know, yeah, like. Uh, are, are we worried about Colorado? Of course yeah. you should be. If you don't, then you're going to lose. But like, I, I think we have a legitimate shot against them now. Right. So tonight, sure. It's a, it's kind of like a, an emotional win. Get, you know, get that confidence knowing that we can beat Colorado knowing there's a high likelihood. We're going to meet them in the playoffs at some point. So go and get that W for sure. Um, they're beat up. So take advantage of it. It also feels like the Oilers have been on this road trip for like three years. It it's, like it's been weirdly long. I just think the end of the year is dragging on a little bit in yeah. general, you know? Yeah, that's true. I'm going to the game on Thursday and that'll be like, eh, you know? It, there could be nothing on the line at that point. We'll keep talking well, about yeah, that. Well, I, the only thing, I, only thing I care about right now is I don't know what I do. I don't know what I want, actually. The one thing I do know that I want is I want Oilers or uh, McDavid to beat uh, the Eisenman point total. Okay, so he can just be in the conversation exclusively with Lemieux and Gretzky. Okay. So that I want over the next two games. But I don't 
I don't even know who I want to play against. I don't even know where I want to finish. I just don't care. I just want to get playoffs started. I'm with you. We could be as few as six days away from the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Just looking, there was someone in the comments who said, and the Avs are going to get a bunch of power plays tonight. So I looked at the numbers. This year, the Oilers actually get the sixth most power plays in the entire NHL at 3.35 per game. The Avs are 12th at 3.18. But when these two teams have gone head-to-head the last couple of years, the Oilers have averaged 2.4 power plays per game. The Avs are up at 4.2 power play opportunities per game against the Oilers. So almost twice as many power plays for the Avs compared to the Oilers in this match, which I find it's it's an interesting nugget. Interesting. Is that in... How long? What was the time spent on that? Uh, the last five regular season games. So the last two years in the regular season. I wonder if that's just a factor of the fact the Oilers have been leading in those games and then Colorado has just had the puck so much more. Yeah, maybe even in the playoffs last year, Oilers averaged 2.75 power plays per game. Av- Avs averaged four. Well, yeah, goes, we were getting caved yeah. that game. Mm-hmm. But didn't like the Avalanche get like three power plays to come back and win a game the other night? Against yeah, Anaheim, they did, yeah, they yeah, were toast they until they got all those power plays. Yeah, so maybe there's a conspiracy. Let's let's put the Tim Floyd hats on. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Oilers have been getting the calls. Three point three five. Well, if you're moving your feet, you'll get calls. That's the thing. Like if you come at the game and you got your legs, mm-hmm. you're gonna draw penalties. It's just yep. catch a team that's tired. They're gonna do something stupid with their stick. Mm-hmm. Penalty. Yeah. No, that is uh, that is absolutely fair. Uh, man, it's a gloomy day outside, hey? Like a rainy, gloomy day. Yeah, you know, but uh, I'm taking a positive. Uh, we needed the rain. I'm well, I sound like a farmer now. Yes, yep. of course. Needed a good rain uh, to get things on the rails. But uh, yeah, no, the smell is nice. But also when I got up into my car, Nation Bronco, Jeff it was like Shurfort. three degrees at like 6 a.m. It is nice. Like that's a nice signal to me. Like normally like last week, that's minus 10. So yeah, whatever, gloomy day. But what is it t- like? It's gonna be like 19 degrees here any day soon. Well, yeah, by the end of this week, I think it's supposed to be like 16, 17. Yeah. It's playoff weather. I know. Yeah. I, I want to go. I'm hoping there's a golf course that opens up here soon. Well, the rain had to get rid of the snow. It does well. There's actually not so, much. Like I looked down the street around here in Riverdale, and there is not much snow to be seen. I don't think there's any in my backyard anymore, and I got some shady spots. Interesting. I was just looking. Someone was commenting McDavid should draw at least one penalty per game. Oh, jeez. In the playoffs, you should draw like four yeah. a game. Uh, Connor McDavid this year, it has gotten better. I will say this. Penalty drawn, penalties drawn per 60. McDavid is at 1.47. He's tied for 41st in the NHL on a per 60 basis. Which Who's number one in the league? McKinnon. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. He's on the Oilers. Is it Yamo? No. Uh, oh, oh, Hyman? No. Nuge? No. Dry? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, is there left. any others left? Uh, <laughs> Fogel. Fogel. No. Draws penalties. Oh. Uh, I think this is a great little bit of live broadcasting is making you guys go through the whole Oh, is it? KKK. Derek Ryan. No. No, it doesn't play enough. So then, is it dry? No. Is it Daryl? No. It's a forward. Evander Kane. Nope. No, he hasn't played enough. Oh, someone got it in the chat. Cody Yamag. got it in the chat. Shout out to Cody. Well, Costin. There's no one left. Jeremy, yeah, Costin. Clean, clean the dream. He's only played that much. How many games he played with us? How was he number one? So amongst players. He who, does draw a lot of penalties. But I, I, I was going games played. 
amongst players in the NHL 16. who have played at least 40 games this year. Ah, Clint Costin is number one in the league at 2.5. In the league. Number one in the league. Man, two that point, guy's going to uh, play 25 minutes a night then. 2.59 penalties drawn per 60 minutes. And it is quite the gap to get to second. And that would be Sam Carrick of the Anaheim Ducks. Josh Archibald, third. Pizzetta and Duhame, fourth and fifth. To be fair, Jay and I listed every single Oiler before the chat guessed it. So that is fair. You're well, welcome, everybody. And I, I, and I, I, I didn't know how the stat was derived. So I liked how everyone in the chat was getting their guesses in. Connor McDavid has drawn the most penalties in the NHL this year as a whole. That's what I'm saying. Get Klim on the ice. Get him 20 minutes a night. He will. Connor McDavid's drawn 44 penalties this year. Second in the NHL is Michael Bunting at 42. And Michael Bunting's got a bit of a habit of... <laughs> he probably could draw 80, but he winds the ref so much yeah. that he just only call half of them. Be an Olympian. Who on the Oilers do you think has taken the most penalties this year? Um, <laughs> uh, Yamo. That's, uh, uh, I have the answer here. Uh, taken the most? Yeah, taken only 28 penalties taken is yeah. our leader. Oh, Yamo's missed games. So the most, I, I want to say it's like dry because he does, you know. Evander Kane. Darnell Nurse. Uh, yeah, makes, makes sense. sense. Uh, the leader in the NHL is Rasmus Dahlin at 41. Ooh, really? And second is Michael Bunting. <laughs> <laughs> Bunting giveth, Bunting taketh away. Uh, so there you go. That was a bit of a little aside. Hope everyone enjoyed that. Almost 300 viewers on the Oilers Nation YouTube. I know a bunch of you aren't subscribed. Hammer the subscribe button. I know a bunch of you haven't hit the like button. Hit the like button as well. We're continuing along on a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. Let's talk about how the Oilers are going to line up. I saw Aaron had that pulled up for just a second. Edmonton expected to go back to 12 and 6 tonight. McDavid with Nuge and Hyman. Kane with Drysaddle and Yamamoto. Bukestad with Klimkost in the penalty drawing machine and Matthias Janmark. The fourth line will have Ryan and Fogel on the wings. No word yet on if Ryan McLeod is healthy enough to get back into the lineup, but I'm honestly... Can we afford to have him come back? Jason Demers has been sent back down. So, yes. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
<laughs> he got that seven out of the game, and they were like, you know what, man? You're good. No more. Yeah, you're fine. No need. Uh, so, yeah, Jason Demers has been sent back down. So, I believe the Oilers going 12 and 6. Either Shore or McLeod will draw in on the fourth line. Uh, the D pairings for the Oilers Nurse with DeHarnay. Again, it's all messed up a little bit here, but Ekholm Bouchard will stay together. Should be Nurse Dayarnay. Should be Kulak Broberg, actually, uh, tonight with Demers down and Cody Cece, apparently, still not ready to go, awaiting the birth of his first child. Oh, still? Okay. Yeah, that is uh, that is the word. People in the chat were saying that as well, uh, that Cody Cece still has not rejoined the team. So I'm trusting the chat there. Maybe Cody Cece will have a Fred Van Vliet kind of playoffs then. It's yeah. his first child and then just... Goes nuts. He did go off after he had his first child, so that's a good point. Now, Stuart Skinner expected to get the start tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. He's been lights out as of late. I mean, in his last three starts, he's allowed two goals. <laughs> that's unbelievable. 957, 952, and then the shutout against LA, so a save percentage of 1,000. Uh, very, <laughs> very good. Should this be Stuart Skinner's last start of the regular season? Well, today's Tuesday. So that's the question is, do you want to rest him? You want to keep him healthy, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, or do you not want? But you want to get this win, the psychological win against Colorado. But like, like, but if you play him tonight, he wouldn't. His next game wouldn't be till Monday at the earliest. You can almost be a week off. Yeah. Do you want that? That's the thing. Yeah. Oh man, that's a tough. I guess you have to ask Stewart and and see how he feels and whatnot. But like, that's a long time to you know if you're in a rhythm. Maybe they play in both games. Probably not, but yeah, I, I don't think they would unless top spot in the West is up for grabs and they really want that. Cause that would give you home ice advantage through the first three rounds of the Stanley cup playoffs Which as is well. Nice. So you do want that. Yeah. That means we're going to be playing Winnipeg, but where I'll go with this is I'll trust the Oilers. Like I would imagine Jay Woodcroft is talking to Skinner and yeah. do you want the last game? If Skinner says he wants it, I'd imagine they give it. Yeah, ex- exactly. As part of his preparation mm-hmm. or it plays half a game or something. The other thing, too, is if the Oilers win both these final games, that puts them up to 109 points. Then we could be talking about a scenario where there's not as many teams in the Eastern Conference who have more points than them. Could help you get home ice advantage, maybe, if you're going on a really deep run. And Boston is out? And Boston's out, because Boston has 131. Yes, I'm counting. Oilers going for an eight-game winning streak tonight. It doesn't even feel like they're on an eight-game winning streak. It feels like we're almost getting numb to how good they're playing. Points in 13 straight. Like, what the hell? The only game they've lost is the Vegas game in those 13. Oh, so I they're know. 12-0-1. and Yeah. So it was actually the last regulation loss was Toronto when you guys were they're there. playing a team without Kale McCarr? Come on. Come on. Well, and Lekkonen, which obviously has impact. Yeah, they're missing a ton of bodies. They should. They should win tonight. They should. I. Um, it's weird to say that going into a game against Colorado, but they should win tonight. Last season, they played Miko Koskinen on the last game of the regular season, just for a comparison of. Going think they to the could backup. do it again this year. He did have forty-five saves that night. He had a nine-fifty-one save percentage. That was the game against Vancouver. Who scored in the shootout? Devin score. Woo! <laughs> that game was a shootout. I thought Kulak scored that because yeah, we went to that game right. It was yeah, yeah. Like, we had no business winning that game when we won the game. Uh, it was our nation wrap-up party. Yeah, it was our Christmas party. Well, yeah, it was, was our it? Christmas party. Yeah, cool. Oh no. Yeah, Kulak scored. Tyson Berry scored, and then um, Derek Brassard got an assist too. And then yeah, yeah it was Devin a who's scored. who game for us. <laughs> who do you think led? Who led the Oilers forwards in ice time? I'm going to look at it. Puliyarvi um, um, played six. Bouchard. Uh, oh, Nuge played 20 Nuge. minutes that game. Right, Kulak, 25 minute man. Yep. 
They knocked Player. Keith down to 15, CC down to 19, Nurse, McDavid, and Dreisaitl all did not play in that final game of the season. Uh, Jay Woodcroft did say on the Bob McCallum podcast, he's not imagining himself resting any guys. And I think that makes sense. Again, if you rest them Thursday, you're giving them six full days off. So much time off. I think on that final game, again, you also don't have to travel anywhere, right? So yeah. you don't have a travel day. You're sleeping yeah. in your own bed. You can play McDavid and Settle 12 or 13 minutes in that last game, get them on the ice, and then... Some PP yeah. time. Yeah, whatever, whatever Connor needs to pass Eisman. Yeah. That's, that's the answer. Sure. Just like that, what, what was it, 17 and 17? He had to get, he was chasing 100 yep. points. And was it the last game against Vancouver? Mm-hmm. He got it, and then they sat mm-hmm. him. I have a question. Benched him, actually. This was in the, the mailbag. Just looking at the lineup, would you bring back Bukestad or Derek Ryan next season? I don't think there's really a comparison. I don't think that's who the debate is between, but who would you bring back? Yeah, I, I actually don't think it's a debate either. And this is how I answered the question. Bukestad might price himself out if he has a good yeah. playoffs, right? Like I could see a team being like, hey, we're going to give that guy 1.9 for next season. No one's giving Derek Ryan 1.9. If Derek Ryan's going to come back, it's for 850K or 900K, I think. Well, going off Frank's explanation of the rule the other day of the older 35 contracts, you could get Derek Ryan at 775, right? Yeah, you could. And bonus incentive. And bonus, yeah, you could do that too. Or they're just going to have some bonus rollovers from Bouchard this year. Um, but we just keep kicking that can down the road. Yeah, you roll. can. You can. So I wouldn't be, uh, yeah, I would bring back Derek Ryan. I'd bring him back. You're probably letting Shore walk at the end of this season. And Derek Ryan maybe moves into that spot, right? We can retire the jersey. Tyler Mulek says he'd bring back Bukestad. I would too. Like if the I cost was the same, you obviously bring back Bukestad. I don't know how much he's going to want. Well, that I think maybe he wants to win. Maybe he does. I, is I, what's costing going to get? 1.2? Uh, maybe? 2.9 mil from CSKA Moscow. Uh, cash? <laughs> yeah, straight cash in a duffel bag. <laughs> It'll show up while the Oilers are doing the Stanley Cup parade, and he'll just be like, peace. Um, that is a guy. Nah, I'm not going to say it. No, say it. No, not doing it. Uh, but Why? anyways, I would like to see Costin back. I just don't know if the money's going to work there. He might be a guy who, this happens, right? It happened with Anton Slepeshev even to an extent. They sit there and they go, ah, do I want to get a million bucks in the NHL or do I want 1.9 in Russia? What about the pint? Hey, <laughs> maybe. You never know. Uh, Tyler Mulek says, make Derek Ryan a coach. Player coach. Maybe. Who says I mean, no? That, that's a guy who could quickly move to your coaching staff. He uh, looks like a coach. Ryan Sharp says, uh, Shore will be a guy who'll take a two-way deal to stay in the organization. Book it. I could actually see that. I could if see he's that. a guy who's got an eye on coaching after his career, maybe it's one of those things where they're like, hey, give you a two-way deal. Go down to Baco. Live in California. Good spot. He's probably not getting an NHL deal from anyone. So that was Shore? Yeah. He's only 28. Wow, you're so harsh. You don't think, you don't think the Coyotes would sign him for 900? No. I I could see Devin Shaw coming back on a on a two way minimum. Yeah, like Jay, he's cleared waivers on, at league minimum. No one's signing him. Oh man! Now you're making me dampen the mood. And the <laughs> really, the really up his value. On. The Germans have upped his value. Uh, mistaken Mexican. Costin seems to be loving life in Edmonton, though. He seems to be having such a great time. Yeah, like he might stay. Um, Christopher Palmer says Costin's going to be the new Tony Brar. Costin is great. I think for the energy in the room, the vibes of the team, Costin's awesome. I'd love to see the Oilers give him 1.3 mil. I, I'm just saying, I don't know if he's going to take that. He might value himself more than that, and I wouldn't blame him for it. Depends what the Oilers want to do, too. If guys like Holloway and Raphael Lavoie, like, do they see them play in next season? Lavoie is not going to be waivers eligible. 
Yeah. So you got to kind of incorporate that a little bit too. Where's Xavier Ball go? And yeah, there's a few guys. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll go too young, but I could see them replacing maybe an older body with a younger one. Odin says, if I was Connor, I'd toss these guys a mill. Hey, maybe Connor McDavid circumvents the cap a little bit. Spend some of that bonus money. Some of that biosteel money. <laughs> yep. You can do that. It'd be fun <laughs> to see some... Uh, some good cap, good old fashioned cap circumvention. It's like well, last year. everyone hey. else does it. Yeah, because well, we had our chance too. We had multiple chances this season to LTR or someone. Well, we Kucherov McLeod. Ah. <laughs> yeah, to get to get uh, what's his name? Demers in the lineup. Up, Demers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I wonder if they'll activate McLeod for a game before the playoffs as well. That's well, a guy they who they should. Yeah, you'd think they'd want to get him a game at some point here. Uh, all right, let's circle back to the more important conversation. That is what could happen around the NHL. It's the AMA Travel out-of-town scoreboard. Shout out to our friends at AMA Travel. AMATravel.ca is where you can find out more, find out how they can help you plan a great summer vacation. Whatever you're looking to do, they got you. Busy night in the NHL tonight. A couple of games that impact the Oilers, none bigger than Seattle in Vegas. That is a big one. Um, if Seattle wins, that is their game in hand. They would move into a tie with the LA Kings and they hold the tiebreaker. So Seattle could leapfrog the LA Kings tonight. Edmonton, if they win and Seattle wins, Edmonton then also leapfrogs Vegas. That would also make it so Colorado can't catch the Oilers. Meaning with an Oilers win and a Kraken win tonight, the Oilers would control their own fate in game 82 when it comes to winning the Western Conference. We get a banner. They could be the number one seed in the West with two wins and one Seattle win. That would be epic. What a just a grand finale of the season. Oh. Just it. Points I, in awesome. what at that point would be 15 straight to win the West. It'd be quite the way to go out in the regular season. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll see. I really like, I think we spoke about it off the top, but like, I really don't care if the others play in the playoffs at this point. I think they're more than capable of beating anyone, but to have that little cherry on top yeah, of winning yeah, the we- division would be very, very nice. At the same time, you said before the show, what do we want? I, don't know. I will be totally honest. You're scared. I would not be losing any sleep tonight if the Oilers lost and the Kraken won, and we wake up tomorrow going, huh, Oilers Kraken is suddenly a real possibility. I would not lose a wink of sleep. I'd sleep like a baby tonight. I want them to win the West because I want that accolade. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. But if I woke up tomorrow with Oilers Kraken as the matchup. The easiest first round foe would be the Kraken. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. I just don't like the idea of Oilers losing anything. But, you know, but I get it. I want Connor them to win because I want Oilers them to lose. win the West, but it's not like, again, I'm not going to be. But do we want to win the West? Room. Like, that's, that's the whole thing. Like, where do we want to be? It doesn't matter where we finish. It's once the playoffs started, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, like, what do we want? I don't know. What if Seattle wins both their games? They have what, three games left or two? Two. Two. And Sorry, Seattle's are, got three. Seattle's got three. No, two. Two. So, both against Vegas. Yes. Yes. So if they won both of those, yeah. Oh shit! That basically also makes us go jump the Gold Knights because they just so they wouldn't get points. Yeah. So another, so we have to lose the next two. Another interesting wrinkle is if Seattle wins them both in OT and Edmonton loses out, then that also would bring Oilers Kraken into the fold. We'll have a better idea of things tomorrow. And I know I've been saying that for about eight consecutive shows. We would just have to lose one game in that situation. 
If, if Vegas yes, got two yes, you're right. Batman points. Yep. And Edmonton goes one and one. One and one. It would be Edmonton, Seattle round one. Like it is, it, it, like in, in all reality, it's we're either playing LA or Winnipeg. Or Seattle. But like, I, but if you're putting Vegas. the odds, if you're putting the odds, it's like, it's like LA or Winnipeg. It's 50, 50 LA Winnipeg right now. Or it's, I shouldn't say that. It's like sure. four, 50 LA, 40 Winnipeg, 10 Seattle. Uh, a little Seattle love. Got to give Seattle a chance. Nine Seattle, 1% Nashville. Oh yeah. Nashville. <laughs> Come yeah. on, Nashville. AMA travel trip to Nashville for the playoffs. Why not? Oh man. Wouldn't that, that would be, be something epic? Oh man. Would the NFL draft be around the same time? Is it not Nashville this year? I don't know. I know the uh, NHL draft. It was in Nashville a couple of years ago. Maybe I was thinking NHL draft. Let me have a look. Okay. Liam will do some hard hitting investigation. Yeah. No, it's draft. Uh, Jeremy says Winnipeg doesn't scare me. Sergeant Battle says I want to win every round. I don't care who it's against. Sure. Uh, Crazy says Oilers win the West. I want a freaking banner. Sure. Tyson says it doesn't matter. A lot of you guys don't care, and that's great. Yeah, that's that's the right mindset to I have. Just, I just want to know. I just want to start planning. I need to yeah. mentally prepare. I, I can't yet. We need to know. Are we Otani boys again? Are we going to LA? Oh man! I mean, it's. <laughs> Are we gonna? Get... I've already reached out to our friends at AMA Travel. They're looking into Woo-hoo-hoo. it. Shout out to AMA Travel. AMA Travel. That's yeah. Uh, also, shout out to our friends at Star Mechanical. Frank Saravalli will be stopping by tomorrow on the Star Mechanical guest line. I know more starmechanical.ca. If you need 24-7 emergency service, you give them a ring. 780-481-8873. Star Mechanical, you've seen their trucks around town. That's because they're the number one plumbing and heating company in Edmonton. Starmechanical.ca. Uh, all right, let's get to our Sherwood Ford Giant Keys to Victory for tonight's hockey game. For me, it's just the title of the key to victory is Let the Good Times Roll. If you bring your A-plus game tonight, you'll win this hockey game. Colorado's banged up. You Colorado. think they need A-plus? I want to see it. I want to see them just have like a statement win over the Avs so that if slash when these two go head to head in the playoffs, we can look back to this game and go, damn it, the Oilers can win. A plus, bring it against the Avs. Remove the doubt from your own mind, but also put some doubt in their mind that like, shit, we might not be able to stop Connor and Leon this year. I want the big dogs to eat. I want the Oilers to roll them. I want the power play to go three for three and cement themselves in that record setting spot. Oh yeah, I really want that. I really want that. We're, We're still... Comfortable, right? There? Okay. Six straight games. The Oilers have outshot their opposition. I want to see that streak continue. I want to see McDavid inch closer. I just want to see everything line up tonight. Pedal to the floor. Again, I'll sleep fine if they lose tonight, but that doesn't mean I don't want them to win this one. And I want some of the things we've been keeping an eye on to happen. Keys to victory, anyone? Key to victory. If you get the lead, keep it. That's a good one. That yeah. is, uh, that's, that's a good wise. one. That's wisdom right there. Yeah. Listen up. We don't, yeah, because we don't like to follow. Well, there was a <laughs> no. point in time we didn't like to follow that. We're different now. Now, here we are. Prove it. Oilers, when they lead after the first period this season, are 25, 4, and 3. Oilers, when they lead after two, are 33, 1, and 5. But a couple of those five spots, those are against the Colorado Avalanche this year. So, yes, when you get the lead, hold it. That is a good key to victory. Jay, mm-hmm. what's up with you? Oh man, uh, I'm just so like in playoff mode and like you know laissez faire on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just go and win the game. Show McKinnon what's up. Make McCarr sit in the press box and get wish some he was an oiler. Fuel. Oh yeah, that too. 
Um, and yeah, it's it's just go get that statement. It's not do anything. Just just be the Oilers of the last six weeks, and just go roll through the Mile High City, sucking on for air, <laughs> grinding it uh, out, and go grind out a win at the what are they now? The Ball Arena. They're the Ball Arena. Ball what a lame name for a ring. Yeah, go roll into the Ball Arena. The chat and is saying first their bubble. The chat is saying we want eight. And by the chat, I mean just Brad Stepanko who I'm keeps with chanting we want eight. Hell yeah. Oilers looking for eight in a row tonight. He's Let's probably go. betting on it. Probably. Shout out to Natasha in the chat as well, who's watching from Ontario. Don't think I've seen her before. So shout out to Natasha. Welcome into the YouTube chat. Uh the YouTube chat buzzing right now. Over a hundred likes, over three hundred viewers Woo! right now. People are buying into playoff fever. Let's talk a little bit about the betting tonight, though, courtesy of our friends at Betway. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Jay, you'll love this. Oilers are road favorites. Makes sense, though. Yeah, that's one you can't really argue with that. It does. It does. It does. Game day big bets challenge. I'm coming off a win. I'm up 7.09 units. I am very nicely in the lead here. You do got to play some catch up. But tonight, well, I went for the home run last you game. Did. You did. You tried to win. It's probably it going to happen tonight, actually. I should probably just keep betting it in just to try to seal this up. McDavid and Rantanen each to get four plus shots on goal is my bet this evening. Rantanen has hit it in four of his last five games for Connor McDavid. He has hit this in three of his last five, but in the games he misses, he still gets to three. So he's still firing the puck a lot. I like Connor to pick up four shots this evening. The payouts plus 200. Love this bet all around from our friends at Betway. Jay, what do you like tonight? So nothing's inspiring about that bet. Mine? Yeah. <laughs> plus 200. Both of these have happened a good amount as of late. So what do you want me to cheer for? (laughs) Gordie Howe hat trick. No. (laughs) I'm here to give the people winning bets. Look at that. Plus seven units. Okay. So I'm Oilers money line over five and a half. Uh, And why not six and a half? Five and a half was juicy enough for me. I want to get my season total to a nice kind of comfortable plus three, plus four up uh, units. Mm -hmm. And then this is my... My 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 tail, my 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 recount of the Jay Downton betting system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just bet and just throw out fun bets. Mm-hmm. But also make a little bit of money. Yeah. Oilers money. Don't line. lose. Make a little bit. Oilers and that's money. what it's all about. <laughs> so if you want the entertaining bet, buy my book. Oilers money line <laughs> on the over. That's just so well, that's well, I'm, I'm mailing it because I'm just like blah. Vander Kane hat trick. I mean Matias yeah. home goal. Hit that, uh, that was big. It's really the only reason your unit size, your unit count. Is- no, I've hit a few McDavid plus, yeah, yeah. you know, three points over six and a half. You know, fun. Liam, stuff. what are you taking tonight? Oilers money line, dry saddle point plus one ten. Yeah, you're just trying to get in the positive. I got to right? get some wins here. Yeah, see, I am so we're just kind of mailing it in. Eh? Yeah. Like yeah, it'll get when the playoffs come. It's gonna. I'm gonna go really chase the dragon. Will we be restarting the units in the playoffs? We should. I think oh. so too. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna dig a mine. You you're the regular season winner. Sure. Congratulations. Yeah, we'll give it to you. Well done, Washington Capitals. Yeah. And then we'll play us where I'm either do one of two things. I'm gonna go big units up or down. There is no in between. I, I can guarantee you that. I know what I'm doing. I'm going back to my ritual from last year. Leon dry side all over a point and a half. It's it not gonna pay shit. Year. It paid a lot last year. It paid my bills last year, actually. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but fair, fair. <laughs> but you have to bet a lot. I'll do it. That's I what respect it. it. I, I respect your, your, yeah. I just couple that with a Oilers win and a, yeah, I'll throw whatever. Yeah. 
QF, QF Pro says Pasta is four goals behind McDavid. So McDavid had he incoming. Yeah, I could see Connor McDavid wanting to pop home one or two more before uh, the end of the season here. Just to 156. That. That's what he needs. Get to 65 goals as well on the year. I could see him wanting to hit that benchmark. On top of that, so yeah, I could see Connor McDavid finding the back of oh, the net sure. this evening. Uh, Tyson says Jay is betting for fun. Tyler's betting to win. Both are respectable strategies. Uh, Tyler Mulix wanting to know if we can get the ON Oil Up logo as a sticker. I think that is a cool idea. I don't know if that's possible, but if you haven't seen our playoff tees yet, they're up now at Nation Gear. Oh, oh shit! Can snap. I have one? We got them. You asking? You that shall I, receive. Yeah, Tyler Mulix, we got them. Oh, that is cool as hell. That's really cool. Stay tuned because oh, we're going to have playoff uh, watch parties, away games. Go up. There you go. Down. There you go. There you go Boom. Woo. <laughs> hashtag ON oil up. Use the hashtag and go pick up your shirt with that design on it. We got black and blue. We have orange and white. Nationgear.ca is where you can order yours from. Those are sharp. Honestly, this is probably the best playoff design we've done we're talking about uh reformatting rebranding this show a little bit for the playoffs too and maybe using a little bit of that yeah yeah mm. let's get oily Let, let's just grease on so like tarps off olive oil grease up just grease up there yeah <laughs> so bacon up. fat maybe hey if you want a little bacon provide. fat butty <laughs> i teased yesterday maybe cowboy chris will stop by for some live shows oh he's coming he'll be a few rise deep been talking, about, been talking about doing some live on locations around the city as well. We've got a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, we're for the close playoffs. to announcing our hospitality partner for the playoffs. Very excited. Very exciting. Yeah. All right. There oh, you go. Yeah. Tyler Me looks fired up. He That's needs one. Wants to know how we can get it. Uh, probably nationgear.ca if you order a poll. Uh, street team will be having them ah. at the at the games when they're there. And then also at our playoff watch parties. Cool. So show up to a playoff watch party. There you go. Tyler Mueller calls it one of the best logos of all time. Tyson said, hashtag slippery boys. Well, I like, I think I might use that when the Oilers like just sneak out wins in the playoffs, get a three, two win, just slippery, greasy, greasy boys. Brad says he's excited to wear shorts to a hockey game. Hell yeah. I did that for game seven. It was delightful. And they won. They won. Excellent. Yeah. Short, shorts after every win. After every win. My DFO hoodie. Yeah, you did. I love that you didn't even wear a jersey to Game Seven. You got it. You got to. You went, as, you, went you went like Rob Lowe and just read the league logo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fair. <sighs> uh, before we wrap up, today is a bit of like a somber anniversary in Edmonton. Three years since the passing of Colby Cave. So uh, you know his his widow Emily is still doing a lot of great work in the community, and uh, the team as well has done a great job, kind of keeping his memory alive through a couple of foundations and things like that. Uh, so, you know, he was a big part of that locker room, obviously. So a somber anniversary today, as uh, we remember the late Colby Cave, who passed away three years ago today. So hopefully the Oilers go out tonight and uh, pick up a big dub in memory of Colby Cave. That's going to be a wrap on today's show. We're going to be back tomorrow, noon mountain time. Frank Saravalli is going to swing back talk about the Oilers heading into the playoffs and a little bit about whatever the hell's going on down in Calgary as well. Thanks for tuning in to another Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. Oilers have 7.30 tonight. It's a big one. That top spot in the West still a little bit up for grabs. See if the Oilers can get the job done. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back at Noon Mountain tomorrow. See you then.